Hello everyone and welcome to Bouncing Back Series 2. I'm your host, William. Today I'll be speaking to a storyteller who prefers to remain anonymous. This storyteller experienced a car accident in 2018 when they were only 19 years old. Following this, they were unable to walk or speak and had to relearn basic functions again, as well as deal with the severe mental health challenges that such a massive life change brings. Through determination and help from a very supportive therapy team, they have decided to tell their story and show you how faith, focus and belief can give you the strength to overcome even the toughest of circumstances. Hello everyone, I'm joined by a storyteller today who prefers to stay anonymous. Would you be able to tell us a bit about yourself? Hey, um, I was involved in a car accident in 2018 that almost took my life away. But thank God that I'm still here and here to tell you guys my testimony today. So hopefully you guys can listen and enjoy it. So in 2018, I was involved in a car accident that was very horrible, that almost took my life, like I said before. Um, I was in hospital for one year, then I went to Caulfield, oh no, actually, sorry. I was in a coma for a little while, then went to Caulfield Rehabilitation Center for one year, and then I came home, and then ever since then, I've been in a wheelchair. And I really made some progress with my speech, and um, I'm making some progress with my walking, and yeah, gradually I'm progressing day by day. Thank you for sharing that. Would you be able to tell us a bit about what your life was like prior to the car accident, just to give listeners a bit of a contrast? Yeah. So, so prior to the accident, I was a an apprentice electrician working at um, pre-solar electricals um, and installing solar panels. It was pretty good money and I bought myself a Holden VE, Calais, which is, yeah, pretty good. Mm. I was also, yeah, I used to love going to parties, used to love dancing. Nice, yeah. I was, I was the dance king back in the day. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, and like, I was also the ladies' man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, like. Yeah, lovely. Not being at oneself or anything, but, you know, the truth is going to be said, you know? Yeah, of course, always. Yeah. What has been the biggest challenge for you in terms of your rehab journey? Oh, well. The biggest challenge was the depression part. The mental health side the of things. mental health side of things, because when I was going through the mental health side of things, when I first came home, I was just, I was thinking, like, why me? Like, why me, you know? Like, and I'm a man of faith, you know? And I was like, I was thinking to myself, God, why me? And then again, 
I thought to myself, why not me? God saved my life for a reason, you know? And I think this is part of my, it's, it's part of my story, you know? And, um, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I really like that your faith helped you while you were dealing with those mental health issues. You spoke a bit about your faith. Would you be able to tell us a bit about that and how that helped you on your in your rehab journey? Because I think faith's a important aspect of people's lives that doesn't often get discussed. Yes, that's very true. Um I would say that I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus Christ with others. He's the one and true God, one and true living God, that he's going to come back to return. Nobody knows the time or day that he's going to return, but it's just always be, always remember to be prepared because nobody knows the time or day that he might return. But like some people might not believe that, but at the end of the day, each to their own. Mm. Yeah. How did it help you specifically when you were going through a hard time? Oh, when I was going through a hard time, he just—I don't know how it helps. Like, but me praying, just, it just—I uh, don't even know how to explain it because gives you a sense of strength. It g- gave me a sense of strength, but like. Not even that, like, it's like, you know how, like, you're a baby, just you and your, your parents are there, you feel safe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. I like that, that's yeah. a good way to explain it to people. Yeah. Like, the safety of knowing that God has my back. Feeling comforted. And yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Would you be able to speak to what you had to relearn and tell us a bit about who helped you along the way, who was part of your rehab team, if there was anyone in particular, or if there was any particular discipline like occupational therapy or physiotherapy that helped you? Uh, no worries. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank the my therapist, my physiotherapist, Christina, Kirsty, and Kelly. They were very, they're three wonderful women. They really helped me through this journey. And um, I'd also like to thank all my carers, the new ones and the old ones. I've built a very strong relationship with them, with all of them. And uh, I think that. We've built some friendships that are going to be very hard. Going to be very hard to be broken. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. sounds like you would have gone through a lot with them yeah, and shared exactly, a lot of yeah. with them. Yeah. What was the biggest physical challenge you faced? Not being able to walk is the biggest physical challenge that I've had to face because I was a very athletic person. I used to love going to the gym, mm. I used to love playing sports, and all of a sudden, bang, it's gone. Not being able to walk. Yeah. But you've been re 
learning how to walk through your physio. Slowly, yeah. gradually, I've been learning. I've really improved. And yeah, I'm gradually learning how to walk again. Gradually getting there. Yep. Small steps, as Easy. they say. Yep. Baby steps, as they say. Baby steps. And thank you, Torino, as well. Yeah. What did Torino work with you? She was um my. I think she's my physiotherapist. Occupational therapist. Occupational therapist. Yeah. I want to thank you for that as well. What sort of work have you been doing with her? Well, just like strength, you know, just trying to gain my strength and body strength and like, yeah. Upper limb strength. Upper limb, yeah. Nice. What advice do you have for others who are going through a similar journey or time in their life? Um, always stay strong. If you're feeling depressed, always talk to somebody. Don't ever think about self-harming. Don't ever think about taking your life because that's the weakest thing you could probably do. So, in my opinion, I would say just keep moving on. Keep fighting. Yeah. Always talking to someone's a Always good talking. idea when you're feeling. Yeah, exactly right. If you feel the name. Last time we spoke, we spoke about breaking points, and I just want to know, is it was there any particular breaking point for you on your journey, and how did you overcome it for anyone else who's going through something similar? Well, my breaking point was just I, just... I just put it all to God, you know? I just gave it all to God. Like, if it wasn't for God, I would never have gone through this. So I think we must have God because he has gone me through a lot of things and I'm sure if you give your life to him, he will help you a lot. Simple. Faith's good, man. Yeah. Faith's good. Can you tell me a little bit about what you want to do in the future? In the future, I would like to talk to I'd like to be a motivational speaker or a youth worker. I can definitely say that for you. Yeah, um, helping teens at risk to stop anybody from going through what I've been through. Because this is hell. And I would hate to see anybody else be put in my shoes. Would you be able to specify why you have an interest in working with teenagers or at-risk youths in particular? Because teenagers and youths are the ones that are high at risk, the most high at risk. Yeah. Because they're the ones that love taking risks. They're the ones that don't know between right and wrong. And they think they're right, but they really don't. Mm. So yeah, that's why I really want to help them out. Because I used to be one of those teenagers that used to think I know everything but I really didn't know anything. That's yeah. a good vision for the future, man. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. That's a good um yeah, it's a good goal to strive for. Yeah, cheers, brother. Just following on from that question about working with at risk teens and youths, was there any thing that happened when you were a teenager that is a reason as to why you want to work with at risk youth? 
Yeah, there is. Um, when I was a teenager, I was a very um, stupid-ass kid. I didn't know what I was doing. I used to hang out with the wrong crowd. And I used to think I knew everything, but I didn't. Which is why I really want to help other young kids to stop from stop making mistakes that I've made once before. That is why. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah. It's very easy to fall in with the wrong crowd it when is. you're younger. It's and very easy, yeah. Think that you know everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What advice would you have to anyone going through something similar as to you? Even not necessarily just the accident, but when you were younger as well. Just to always stay focused. Don't ever lose focus on what you're doing. Stay strong. Always stay motivated. And always keep your faith in God. Faith and focus and strength is... exactly right. Yeah, it's good, man. It's a good note to end on as well. Did you have any final thoughts that you wanted to share with any listeners or any... Um, no, that's all, thanks. Okay. Last time we spoke, we talked about vulnerability yeah. and how you use that as a strength. Would you be able to tell listeners a bit about what you mean by that? Well, feeling vulnerable is not a weakness. It's actually sort of a strength, you know? Because what well, I see as a strength, some people might see it as a weakness. But in my opinion, feeling vulnerable does not mean you're weak. It does. It doesn't even mean you're strong. It means you're maturing. You know. Hmm. Like, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I'm not really sure on how to explain it, but like, in my opinion, when you allow yourself to feel vulnerable, it proves to others on how mature you are mature yeah, yeah. mature and human I suppose because exactly. we all exactly. feel vulnerable Humane. at times because yeah. it'd be very inhumane to not be vulnerable you know of course yeah. thanks for listening everyone I hope you all took away something about the power of faith strength and focus from this determined storyteller and their story of bouncing back thank you And remember, always keep striving to bounce back to your best.